Hi, everybody. Damien Leone, writer-director of Terrifier. Chris and Chris said, go fuck yourself. Say to your dick, and I don't like these new mean intros, but hi, everybody. And he's got a unique look, which is good because you don't want too many of these wandering around. It's also Chris. What the fuck, Satan? I thought we were homies. <laughs> he's mean this season. Yeah, he's, he's, he's hateful this week. He is mean to us this season. This season, he's got kind of a... He's showing his satanic mean streak, and yeah, uh, he's been kind of mean at us, so I don't know, man, but hey, it's good to hear hey, your buddy. voice. It's good to hear your voice. Mm-hmm. How are you, bud? I'm good. I'm good. We, uh, As you heard, we spent a combined 38 minutes in this year's Royal Rumble match. Zero uh, eliminations. No but... eliminations, uh, so... You know, it, it's just how it happens. But I uh, can't win them all. And so, but we made it through. We're here. We didn't and, tear our triceps. No. Uh, gosh, you got to feel so bad for him. I know. Like, yeah, that's that's tough. That's so tough where, um, you know, all he wants to do is, is like, this is like the, the, the like redemption arc. Yeah. And it just like just can't get a break. Well, got a break, but not got a tear, yeah. not a break. But like, gosh, like just it sucks. Like that sucks bad. And the worst part is you, you could tell something was wrong because he just kept grabbing that one arm. Yeah. And then like he laid in that corner. And like when a second ref came over and started talking to him, I was like, well, shit. Yeah. Like, damn it. Damn it. So I'm what I'm what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to in my mind I'm trying to uh, equate it to I'm like yeah this is like you know Cody Rhodes tearing the peck yeah and like you know there was a ton of fanfare bringing in Cody Rhodes and then like within just a few months he got injured as shit and got put on the shelf for a while and everybody was like oh i guess that wasn't such a good idea after all huh and oh what a bust that was like dude it's eerie how similar it is because it was literally like he came in in early april tore it in early june or like maybe even late may yeah and then like punk came in in late november (laughs) and tore it in late january so it's like this weird kind of parallel where it's like two months after they both come home they both get these like very serious injuries it's like man you know it's just it's 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 real sad it's real real heartbreaking that uh it's just a friggin bummer um but uh all we can hope is that in uh you know SummerSlam, when SummerSlam rolls around that um you know That'll be the that'll be a fresh start, and it'll be um, uh, you know running on all cylinders at that point. So as they like to say, off to the races at that point. And, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, what a friggin' bummer. Um, you know what's not a bummer though is it's an all new episode of our show, man. And it is. We officially crossed uh, ten thousand YouTube subscribers holy shit uh so in and it was it was funny because it was five months to the day um it was and it, it cut it close it, there was just a couple minutes left uh, it was last saturday and mm-hmm. there were just a couple minutes left and uh, we crossed over uh in the wee hours of the night and uh so it was literally five months to the day We've had uh, now ten over ten thousand subscribers and over sixty four thousand views in that time 
across. And all we like some of you. Yeah, some of you guys are great. Um, just some. Uh, so no, just big, big thank you to everybody uh, who has liked the YouTube page. And as promised, if you don't like the YouTube page, I am no longer talking to you. <laughs> Because I am a man of my word, and, you know, that's just how it goes. So you thought I was kidding, and uh, you know who's not part of that 10,000? Commander Scott. Well, so it was nice. that group chat's done. It was nice knowing you, chuckle fuck. So he'll never listen to that, but I, I immediately felt bad as soon as I said that. Yeah, well, I don't. I, the I group chat's bad. dead. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, because he, he he did. He texted me and he was like, so what you're saying is if I don't like the page before you hit 10,000, either we're not going to talk anymore or I have to stop you guys from getting to 10,000. And I was like, you can try, but I don't think that's going to happen. And yeah, that machine got off the rails pretty fucking quick. Yeah. And so he 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 made his best effort, but it was too late. So <laughs> it ain't that a shame. But... I need you to know I just fucking nailed this shot. I had an empty chapstick thing and you know where the uh you know where the trash can is in yeah. my living room. Yeah. And one-armed hook shot oh, nice. from the spot I sit in my couch into the trash can. That the hook shot's hard, man. Yeah, respect. Hold on. Hold on. We have a, we have a sound for that. Thank you. Thank you. I deserve this. <laughs> I deserve this. They're excited for you. Oh, wait, he hit it. <laughs> I had to use that one, too. I don't get to use that one enough. I don't get to use the air horns as much as I, I want to. So, uh, you know, that's just, that's just how it is. So there you have it. Uh, the old hook shot. Respect. Much respect <laughs> on that. Um I'm glad that you didn't. I'm glad I have I have a wildly inappropriate thing that I'm not allowed to say. So I'm glad that <laughs> the specific circumstances didn't happen. Well, feel free to text it to me. Uh, um, I, I will after we like. Th there's going to be because I have a text that I can't send you. Oh uh, yeah 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 yeah. Uh, so I'll have to. I, I could send it to the group chat though. Hold on, hold on. All right. And then and then you could while I'm doing this, you you pit you you. you introduce what's uh, about to happen yeah uh so we are getting ready to bring on one of our dear friends of the show she's uh happily agreed to come on and talk to us um some of our listeners might know her as uh thin gen tt um she has been one of my friends for like 15 years uh over i think it's like a lot of reviews on a lot of her shorts on TikTok are like getting a million views. I know she has over 500,000 followers on Instagram. I don't know why she is wasting our time with people like us, but uh, we're getting ready to call my good friend uh, Jenny. Going to chat with her about the influencer content creator life. And yeah. we're going to chat with her for a few minutes, see, see how all that came about and ask her a few like really dumb, weird questions, because that's what we do. We those ask are, dumb, weird questions. Those are the only questions that I know how to ask. <laughs> all right. Uh, I sent that to the group chat and now I'm dialing. So. All right. You're dialing. He's going to have no idea what we're talking about, but. Uh, let's see here. Let me dial my fat fingers. Do, 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 do. Okay. No, I don't want to. Tell. Oh God! Right, you're welcome. Yeah, that's that's something. <laughs> I that's just natural reaction. What I do now. Okay. Uh, I had to dial it twice because I accidentally was in the text message portion of it. Let me make sure. I Oops. It right. All right. Let's try this. Here we go. All right. Let's go. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm, I'm, I, should, I need to be on Bluetooth. It was on Bluetooth. Hold on. Okay, I think we're good now. Let's see if it's right. on Bluetooth. Yeah, there we go. Oh, it just goes beep, beep. Oh, it says number not valid. Hold on. Huh. Let's try this again. Let me, um, try, it. Let me try it with a one. Yeah, let me double check. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it says beep, beep, number not valid. Okay, let me try something else. How are you putting the 
What on earth is going Don't on? you dare ask if I'm putting in the area code. Okay, hold on. We're just. Gonna I was go. I was getting ready to. I Don't you dare. Okay, here we go. We're gonna do this. Okay. All right. We're just gonna try it this way. Again, damn it. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hang on. She's going to be like, you're an idiot because you don't know how to use the phone. Okay, it says it's connected for calls, but then when I do this, it doesn't. Okay. Sorry, I'm struggling. No, you're all okay. good. You're all good. Try and call. Okay, you can always try and call my number if you need to. Oh, wait. Now, now I think I think she's calling here. Okay. I think we got it now. All right. I'm too stupid hey. to use a phone. Hello. There hey, she Jenny. is. Hey, Jenny. Oh, well, now we're both talking. You do the introduction. It's your show. I'm just No, you go. You go. You go. All right. Hey, Jenny. It's, well, you know me as Koran. So you can just I keep do. calling me that. And then my co, or the other, the main host is Chris. So. Oh, I was like, I don't actually know you as Koran. I kind of do, but now I see why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we've no- got Chris and we've got Koran. Yes. Chris, nice yeah. to meet you. Koran, I already know you. <laughs> Nice. But it's nice talking to you. (laughs) It's nice talking to you too. Um, again, uh, I introed you by saying I don't know why you're wasting your time talking to us. So we appreciate it. Oh no, you did not. You hush your mouth. Listen, (laughs) I love your guys' podcast, and I'm a huge supporter of people that are friends with Chris. So it's it's kind of one of those things. You're his friend. You're my friend. I know you're good people. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So, um, like, I, I, I'm just going to kind of jump into it. I know you initially started as like, you know, you started your TikTok and everything for like your weight loss journey and things like that. Like, at what point did it kind of morph into more of like, I, I don't know how to word this, like more like content creation as opposed to like a fitness? When did it move away from like the fitness journey into more of the content you're doing now? Well, it's a little bit of both now, even still. I mean, there are people yeah. who have been following me for the last year that are watching my my current, my weightlifting journey that I've been on as well. So it's still weight loss. It's still fitness. There's still quite a bit of workouts on there. But there was also a time in which the content sort of meshed with other content. Um, for me, that tra- that transition was after my TikTok got a lot of traction and people started noticing certain assets I have and asking questions to see more and to pay to see more. And when somebody offers you $50 to walk in a skirt for three minutes, like fully clothed, I'm like, sure, why, why, why not? And then I got an Instagram page and I found out, oh, that's where everybody DMs you. Like that's people want you to have an Instagram so that they can DM you. And that's where the request came. Hey, would you, uh, would you do this? Would you do this? Would you sell this? That's when I started asking myself, what would I do? What am I okay with sharing? So that's kind of where the transition took over. I was making weight loss videos and in the process of the weight loss videos, my ass showed up in some videos and people started looking (laughs) at it and asking questions and it developed into more, (laughs) but it is still very much. Uh, also a weight loss fitness platform as well. Fair enough. Uh, we would also like to put out for any and all listeners we have, you can pay us 50 bucks to walk in a skirt for three minutes and we will happily do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 1,000%. Right? I, yes. would, I, would, I might pay to see that. <laughs> uh, I might pay if- to get Chris. Koran in a skirt for my yeah. TikTok page. Uh, you can you can uh, you can find the uh, our Venmo and Cash app uh, on tn2mshows.com. Uh, there's yes, a link to it there. Engine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I I kind of just want to ask about like the the weird side of fans, but is that something we can touch on? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, my fans who follow and listen to this, they might get, like, a little nervous, but just trust and assure this. I have a lot of stories to tell, but I would never (laughs) embarrass anybody. And they're all about you who's listening right now. You, specifically you. We're going to talk about you. (laughs) Be forewarned. We talk about kinks a lot, and I don't kink shame people for their requests ever. Uh, but yeah, I get, man, you name it. It's in my DMS. Uh, I know I had something else. Uh, Chris, you got anything? Uh, so, okay. You want to ask 
Okay, I was gonna say, did you want to ask specific Yo, questions? About I do. I do. I specifically okay. want to do. Yeah, I, I want. I, I okay. have. I have a couple of questions, but first of all, it's like, what's the? And you can leave names out, of course. What's the? What's the thing? Mm-hmm. Like, like the weirdest. Like that you weren't expect. Has there been something that someone has requested that like you didn't expect from them? Like maybe like you had known, or like mm-hmm. they 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 had asked you for like a couple things yeah. or something, and then you all yeah, of a sudden they hit sure. you with one that was like, "What? Where the hell did that come from?" There's a lot of those actually. There are a lot that will come in, but usually they don't come out of left field from somebody you're already talking to. You'll have someone just pop in randomly and say, "Hey, I've got a kink. Can I ask you if you'd be willing to do it?" And I'm like, "Well, go ahead and tell me." And then I'm like, no, that's not going to be my thing. The most common. So it's not, obviously, again, I don't kink shame. Everybody has their thing. Like, whatever. Do you, boo. But I'm not comfortable with fart content. (laughs) And I get asked for a lot of fart content because of my ass. And um, I just have not broken that seal yet. (laughs) yet. Good choice of words right there. (laughs) That's great. That's great. Fully intended. <laughs> now, see, this is why I get to be on your podcast because my nerd side gets to come out oh, a little bit. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Has anybody uh, ever slid in and been like, "Okay, look, I have this Smurf kink that <laughs> not specifically Smurf, blue body paint." Oh uh, <laughs> no, I did have somebody ask about body paint, and oh, I actually yeah. have thought. So, if any of your people are body painters. I have very seriously considered of doing like a mystique thing. Okay. Just putting that out there. That's like a, recently uh, that's been, somebody said, would you put yourself out? Cause I don't do any nude content anywhere across any socials, not even my OnlyFans page. Am I ever nude? So we need to go ahead before you look up my OnlyFans page. It's just my ass twerking. I'm not nude, no, no sexual content. I don't know what I'm allowed to say on your podcast or not, but um, we they don't were really like, have hey, any barriers. <laughs> Okay, good to know. I heard podcast world is pretty furry. It I'm is, used to yeah. TikTok. Um, and so I did have somebody just this past week said, would you do like nude if it was body paint? And I was like, oh my God, it would be a dream of mine to be painted like Mystique. I'm built different than her, but it would be super hot, I think. So, yeah. I want to say they had a couple years ago at Scarefest, like... I think they had a group set up doing body painting in like 2021, maybe. But I like I know they did sometime in their past few uh, conventions, but like I can't remember the like the exact year they did it. So that would be absolutely amazing. But I have had somebody ask me to smash a cake with my ass. Um, I get asked. Oh man, a number of bodily fluids mailed off. Oh, I dear. sell my panties, you name it. I do. I get paid to like rate dicks and okay. there's there's just yeah, there's just a number of things. Okay, so how much would it cost to do a butt version of like a Gallagher smashathon? <laughs> like like your butt was like Gallagher's hammer and you were just smashing various things. I think maybe I just unlocked a new thing for you. <laughs> You're welcome. It's like you feel and like feel no free to sign up for my only face. Right. I am willing to smash a cake with my ass. Like it would be like you in the suspenders with the like the hat, like the beret that he has. <laughs> and like there would be like the table and you just walk out okay, on the so table. Actually, like, if I'm wearing I'm, if I'm wearing overalls, I could do that on TikTok and right? I would do something like that. My TikTok oh my. people know I'm goofy. I also See? goof off. That's my personality. I can't help it. It Dude, would be amazing. It would be, yes. I took a drink of water when you did that. I did a spit take in my own apartment. <laughs> you fucking asshole. Like, my pants are soaked. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, so yeah, you, you, you can unlock people's Gallagher kink shame, which people are kink. The mm-hmm. people didn't even know that they had, but they will. That's right. Wait, oh, listen, I you, no, never mind. I was going to say something. Well, no. I guess you can. It's the Wild that. West out here. It's fine. <laughs> okay, it's the Wild West. I was, all I was going to say is, listen, I've unlocked a lot of new kinks for people through my <laughs> own <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you name it. There's a lot of them. Um, but the, the thing is, if you do the Gallagher bit, you have to wear the fake mustache. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, obviously. Yeah. That seems like a non-negotiable. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, yeah, and it builds up to the watermelon at the end because that's the big bit that he does. Oh, so. my word. Yeah, I'm so like you start... ask me to smash a watermelon with my thighs. Those videos, <laughs> nobody come out. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> 
Yeah, because you're opening the floodgate. We have a bunch of freaks that listen to this show. So listen, okay. <laughs> you might not like, be I'm, ready. I've accommodated quite a few requests, but given the, my boundaries are so tight as far as no sexual content and no nudity, like there's only so many kinks, but there are plenty of kinks. And you have no idea how many clothed kinks there are. Oh, yeah. I do so, so many clothed videos. It's crazy. Now, I, I I want you to update us if somebody does come to you with a Gallagher-themed request. Because okay. I will okay. take okay. complete will. credit for that. Either that or I'm going to do it for free and just make a TikTok. I don't know. I'll let you guys know either Shit, way. Yes. Shit, yes. Down <laughs> for it. That will, that will be my advertisement to let everybody know I was on your podcast. And they're going to be like, what did they talk about? I have to go listen to this yeah. podcast because this chick's in overalls and a mustache smashing a cake. <laughs> it's perfect. It's so perfect. Absolutely. Oh, uh, well, I'm going to take it back to a bit of a tamer question <laughs> real quick. Um, <laughs> okay, go ahead. So, Boring. Like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, you know, um, I, I just want to know what, like, what an average day looks like for you right now. Mm. oh my gosh that's like okay we'll just do an average day i don't have average days my days vary every single day um yeah but an average day i wake up i um i drink a cup of coffee and i kind of get into my OnlyFans page i open it up i check kind of make sure that I, I schedule a post usually each morning make sure it went out make sure everybody's okay because i run my own OnlyFans page um which I don't think a lot of people realize most OnlyFans models don't run their own pages, but I do run mine full time. Um, and so I'm constantly checking my DMs and answering everybody. So if you subscribe to my OnlyFans, you're my, my paid one. I have a freed one. I don't run that one. Um, and so I check that for probably about an hour usually, and then I'll go do my workout because part of my content is fitness. I take my time. I go, I set up my camera. I work out at the time of day where people are at work and at school. And so kind of my gym's quiet. I'll come home, I'll crack open my protein shake and then I'll sit there and I'll get to work. I'll start figuring out what I'm doing for the day, answer any more DMs. I have customs that I usually have on hand or um, I answer DMs on Instagram. I have a load of TikTok shop content requests coming in. I've started making uh, money with brands on my platforms. So I spend the majority of my day doing the fun parts of editing videos and making videos. I'll think of a video inspiration. I'll jump up and go make it. And then I'll do that until it's about time for dinner. And then I try to stop and pause for my evening and do dinner and, you know, spend a couple evening, uh, a couple hours in the evening just not working. And then by, before mm -hmm. I go to bed, I'll check everything again because a lot of people are on their OnlyFans in the evenings and so i'll just get back on and check and make sure everybody has everything they need before i go to bed that's my average but that's the day Jeez. where i'm not traveling you know like i just got back from atlanta and orlando i was on another podcast in orlando i leave tomorrow to record youtube videos for three days chris i'll be in or co-run i'll be in your area uh, okay. and then i leave and go back and i'm going to jamaica for nine days i'm going to indianapolis i'm going to memphis so like my average days at home uh everything else is travel record videos edit post that's kind of the rhythm of my life right now so basically fuck anyone who says you don't have a full-time job oh my gosh you have no idea i work 50 to 60 hours a week i run when i talk to people i actually right before this interview i interview a person that's going to possibly do some of my editing and when i talked about what i do for myself as far as my socials go running my OnlyFans page doing all of my own instagram doing all of my own TikTok, the person runs other multiple uh large platforms and sh and she was just like i can't believe you do all this by yourself i'm like yeah i i work really hard not to mention you know other personal responsibilities in my life plus my workouts and so yeah i yeah i'm earning money but i'm working for it for sure oh yeah yep damn yeah. So, okay. With a, with a schedule that packed and with, with so many different, different things going on, what is your creative process for new content? And like, you know, what, what's the process you go through to brainstorm for new content? 
it's what the people want. It's what the people ask for. Honestly, that's where this all came from. My first video that went viral, I ran with the comments. What did people ask? What were their questions? And then I interact with their questions. And then somebody will say, oh my gosh, I need to see a video of you walking on a treadmill in this dress. And I'm like, oh yeah, I need to save that. And so I have probably at any given time, 50 saved comments that I can pull up and be like, oh yeah, I was supposed to do a, this kind of video in this outfit or this company sent me these clothes and I need to show them off in this video and tag them. Um, I, the, I, for other people who are content creators, I know sometimes they struggle with um, knowing what to post. At, at any given time, I have hours of videos that I can make content from. I'm constantly creating, I'm constantly recording. I just bought the largest capacity iPhone in existence with a one terabyte of storage on it um, because, shit. yeah, I got the, the iPhone Pro Max 15. It was the best investment I've ever made. My own personal phone couldn't handle the capacity at which I video. And so I just, I record myself cleaning in the kitchen. I record myself, you name it. And then at some point, if a trend comes along and I catch a trend, I'm like, oh, I've got a video that would work perfectly for that. I put it to the sound, I add the words on it, and I post. So I'm very rarely sitting here twiddling my thumbs going, what will I post today? It's like, oh my gosh, I've got 30 things in my drafts. What can I post today? Uh, damn. <laughs> yeah, for real, that's, more great. Creative. that's great. Yeah. Uh <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people have no idea what goes into doing content creation, but that's okay. It is a lot of work. It is a lot of work. And so, you know, I feel like I... I feel like I earn what I get and I don't feel any, any shame for doing anything that I do. I enjoy it. I love it. I love having fun with it. Some days I post in the moment, like, you know, oh, I'm wearing this outfit. Like I posted something this evening. I got an outfit in the mail and put it on. My hair's not done. My makeup's not done. I'm like this outfit's too hot not to share. I'm posting it right now. And then sometimes I'll put that video in the drafts and it'll sit for a month. And somebody's like, why is there snow on the ground in your video? It's not snowing anywhere in the United States. I'm like, I don't know. I made that a month ago. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's the sound I'm trying to think if I have anything else off the top of my head. What do you have? Well, no, like uh, I just have my. Uh, I I think we um, we skipped over um, the uh, like how people can find you and uh, all of the uh, oh, yeah. all, all the addresses and all how people can keep up with you. I think we skipped over that in the beginning. So please feel free oh, to, to to plug away. Okay. All right. So plugs on all social media. In general, you can find me as Thin Jen. T-H-I-N-J-E-N. There's a running joke because I'm kind of thick. Thick. Uh, but it's Thin Gen because of the weight loss. And so, for instance, on TikTok, I'm Thin Gen. On Instagram, I'm Thin Gen TT for TikTok because Thin Gen was taken. Thin Gen on YouTube. Thin Gen 82 on Twitter. Thin Gen on OnlyFans. Anywhere you look, pretty much, and type in Thin Gen, you're going to find me. And I'm everywhere. <laughs> Easy enough. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, if people do have their requests, if they have something that they want um, to to suggest or request from you, is is Instagram the best place? Or well, if they're a... looking for, if they're looking to buy content, they need to go to. Only that's right. Yeah, they, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, because because it, it ain't if, free. If they they go be, no. Yeah, that's where they need to find me. Yes, <laughs> that's absolutely right. That's the only place where there's a guarantee to getting hold of me. And so my Instagram DMs get very flooded. But if somebody thinks of something and they end up like digging through my videos and they find something, they're like, oh, I'd love to see you remake this. Make comments. Make a comment. I read through them as often as I can, and I might catch one and make a video from it. So Every say hi. I'm not a stranger to my followers. Everybody start typing Gallagher content, please. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> my only <laughs> Everywhere else in Gallagher. my platforms are going to be like, what is she doing? Right. Nobody's going to have any clue at all. There's going to be so little context. It's going to be amazing. I love it. I'm here for the mystery. <laughs> oh. I, I mean, you've, you've honestly answered kind of everything I had. Um, 
And, you know, we don't want to take up too much of your time because you do say you like to relax in the evenings. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the goal. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Chris, you got anything else? No, no. Thank you so much for taking some time out with us and, um, uh, you know, taking a break from uh, the the little free time that you get to uh, <laughs> to lower your standards to hang out with us. No, shout, no, and... <laughs> no, no need for that. No, it's been a pleasure. I'm so I'm very grateful that you guys had me on. I could say the same thing where I'm like, ah, I don't know why these guys find me interesting or are having me on, but I appreciate it. I appreciate your audience. I'm very, very much um, appreciative of what you guys do and your platform and your audience. And so thank you for having me on. And if you know you get like a load of questions rolling in that people want to hear more, let me know. You can always find me. Absolutely. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. And everybody, you know, uh, like she said, Thin Gen on basically every platform that you can find, uh, Thin Gen TT on the TikToks, as people of my age say. Um, <laughs> no, wait, so, Thin Gen TT was on Instagram. Was it? It's yeah, just Thin okay. Gen it was on on, okay. It was just, I had yeah. it backwards. I had it backwards. That's okay. You're good, backwards. Baby. You're my good. brain doesn't work anymore. <laughs> I'm almost 40. So. Oh, man. I'm, I'm, I'm past you. I feel so. you. I just my my brain does not work. So uh, thin gen TT on Instagram, thin gen on everything else. Thank you so much for your time. I we appreciate Aww, thank it you so guys much. So much for having me. Absolutely, anytime you need. You are officially right. a friend with benefits on this show. Thank you. <laughs> Yay! All right, thank you, Jenny. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye bye. Right, bye bye. And there you have it. Yay! I don't remember people's handles. Yeah, that's and, oh, that uh, if you're still sticking around for this, it's actually I think she said Thingen82 on Twitter. So okay, yeah, but yeah, that was fun. That, that was, was fun. That was a lot of fun. I really hope that she posts some kind of Gallagher <laughs> shit. I don't know why. I don't know where that came from, but that was just that was just how my brain works or doesn't work, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, buddy. Now she's uh like 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 I said before the before the interview, I've known I've known her for about fifteen years. Um and one of the nicest people on the planet. She's very very down to earth and I'm very happy for all the success she's had. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. She deserves it and everything. So yeah. I don't know how to move on after interviews. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. It's all right. Um uh, so yeah, no, uh, last week, I think it was last week, uh, I talked about that my, uh, we, we were talking about Alan Wake for a minute. Yes, sir. And I talked about the, the farmhouse level or scene, whatever. And we had threatened everybody that we were going to come up with, uh, our favorite, our favorite like a, like a list kind of, cause we don't really do list. We, we like to do different takes on lists. Uh, but we were going to come up with our favorite video game levels slash scenes. And so we decided that we were going to do right now, right here, a Mount Rushmore of our favorite video games as levels and scenes. And I'm going to let you kick it off. I actually just had to restart my phone. So okay, okay. Uh, where my so list is the Mount Rushmore of video game levels and scenes. <laughs> I don't know. I just really wanted to use that. We don't have a sound for the Mount Rushmore bit, so uh, that just felt right. Yeah, I don't know what we'd even use for that. I don't know. Is it, does Hall of Presidents have a song that we could like use the beginning of? Like the Disney Hall Disney, of Presidents, like trying to like strike us down. Yeah, no, I don't want. I don't want to mess with the mouse man. Yeah, I'm with you there, baby. Um, I'm. I don't like that. All right, uh, I'll. I'll go ahead and start it. Um, I'm. <sighs> I, I've got four that I think there's absolutely no way that you're going to pick any of them. Okay. Uh, so we're going to start out with the level slash scene, like the whole experience of going back to Shadow Moses in Metal Gear Solid 4. Oh, shit. Uh, where, That's a good one. Like, it is for a guy who... You know, Metal Gear Solid, the original, the OG Metal Gear Solid, uh, was such a a a trajectory changing experience for how 
I pictured video games, how I played video games, what I thought video games could and should be. Uh, you know, that was always the thing was everybody like clamored for more of that, more of that, more of that. And they, you know, everybody was very, uh, well, we got all these other plans for the Metal Gear Solid series and this is going to be great. And this, and they all kind of like went really far away from it. So being able to go back there uh, and experience that with, um, you know, on on the updated platform, in that retrospective kind of feature set was a crazy emotional ride for a video game. And I loved every second of it. Yeah. And it gave you that really funny, uh, like pixel snake mask that you could wear. That was fun. So, uh, yeah, returning to Shadow Moses in Metal Gear Solid 4 was uh, my first choice. Good fucking call. Good call. Um, the first one on my list is, again, it's, it's kind of more of a section mm-hmm. than an actual level itself. But I'm going to take the, um, like the beginning up until you get through the beginning of the village in Resident Evil 4. Oh, that's a good choice. Yeah. Uh Yeah, just one of my like it, you won't find a better way to start a game in my opinion. Um It was just so like it really just sets the bar for everything you're you're going with when like, you know, you're driving in, they explain you're going to save the president's daughter, blah, 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 blah. Like you're out of Raccoon City. It's like one of, you know, the first Resident Evil game where you're not doing anything like that. And it's not like specifically zombies. And the two dudes have to like go and look for something. And then like the instant you get to the village and they're both dead and being set on fire, <laughs> you're just kind of like, oh, um, okay. Well, this is where we are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, For a game that has been remade, redone, re-released as much as it has, uh, I like to call it the the Evil Dead slash Terminator 2 of video games um, because they've released how many versions of Evil Dead and Terminator 2 on DVD, Blu-ray, everything else. evil uh resident evil 4 is is basically that as a video game but it's still like that beginning like that it does not lose any of its punch um no matter how many times you go through it so agreed great choice thank you thank you thank you uh i'm going to uh make my second choice a very easy one. It's the the one that uh, started this whole thing. The farm fight in Alan Wake. Uh, it's it's uh, so much fun because it is literally a like fortress defense game in the middle of a concert out in a barn in a field like in the middle of nowhere. Uh, just such a crazy. Um, almost schizophrenic atmosphere with a great soundtrack and uh it's just it's a trip like if you if you look it up you you can find that that section just on youtube by itself and it is a trip i remember the first time that i played it uh just like I, i would catch myself uh like getting lost in the moment and like losing playing the game and having to like snap back into the game like oh yeah like this is an interactive thing that i have to do or i'm going to lose so uh just very cinematic and very um very high production value well done yeah and uh, like 
I don't think you can go wrong with any part of Alan Wake. That's true. But to choose that part specifically is it, it, it blah, 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 blah. It kind of sets the bar for the rest of the game. Um, yeah. And just kind of. Like. I don't know. It's just so goddamn good. It's so fun. Uh. <laughs> I won't be hurt if you don't even recall that this is a game. Uh, I know you're not a big first person guy, but I'm taking um, the level effect and cause from Titanfall two. Uh, I know that it's a game, but I I'm not really familiar with it. So like you, you, you pick up and do different things throughout the course of the game. You kind of um, like, you have these different ways to solve levels and go through them and do all that. Like it mixes an FPS honestly with puzzle solving really well. And one of the items you get is a time travel, like, but it's like, it's literally like a switch. Like it's like you hit right trigger and you move from the past to the present, past to the present, past to the present. And you have to use that to escape this building. That's like dilapidated and falling apart. But like, you know, you don't just go to the past and then leave the building that way, because when you're in the past, the building is on fire. So you have to like keep switching back and forth, doing things, still fighting enemies. And um, it's just. Titanfall 2 is. uh, I don't know if I've ever sang its praises to you. It's the best first person shooter I've ever played. Really? All right. Yeah. Uh, I hate that Valorant is popular because that means I'm probably not going to get Titanfall 3. And after how good Titanfall 2 was, that's what I want. Um, I didn't play it for a very long time. I heard decent things about it, but kind of never really dug into it. I actually had it on Xbox One and then... <clears throat> Uh, my cousin and, um, you know, all, all the guys I play games with there, they, uh, they were, what am I trying to fucking say here? Like they had it on PlayStation four and it was on sale on PS4 for like six bucks. And I was like, okay, well I'll download it. We played like some of the multiplayer. I was like, oh, this seems kind of cool. I don't really know what's going on. And then I was just like. I was looking for a game to play, and I was like, well, I did the multiplayer. I'll try the story and see how it is. It's the best first-person shooter I've ever played. If you're listening to this and you've never played Titanfall 2, do yourself a favor and play it. Okay. It is so good. Like, it went from not even being on my radar to, like, one of my top ten games of all time. Wow. All right. (coughs) Excuse me. Sorry. All right, that's that's high praise. That is high praise. Um, I don't have any more to add because I don't know of it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I have one. My next choice is one that I know you're very familiar with. Mm-hmm. One that I'm super familiar with. Uh, one of still, I think the, the, one of my top, probably top five video games of all time. Uh, you can also really tell when I stopped like really playing video games based on my list. Um, but we're going to have to go back to, uh, 2009 for this one. Uh, actually, okay. actually 2009 for my next two picks, but, uh, oh. two, 2009 for uh, what I feel is the best game by this company uh, and probably the greatest sequel of all time. But I'm talking about the train level sequence chapter in Uncharted 2. Oh, God, yes. Uh, Naughty Dog... Probably, I would still go on record as to say Uncharted Two is their best game that they've that they have still to date have made. Uh, 
they use incredible trickery and um a bunch of of magic to hide the load times and the cutscenes uh that how you know uh, they they cover for uh loading different sections of this sequence uh in a very there's a guy that um he has gone through on YouTube and he's broken down like the 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 technical side of how they masked all that stuff and made it seem like it was just like one long chapter with no load times like so they 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 talk about like um how the way that the car move the way that the train cars move so they block part of the distance that is being drawn out as it's mm-hmm. happening and like how they use different angles and stuff to to mask a lot of that stuff and it first of all that part alone is is friggin technical brilliance but uh that chapter holds up to any action adventure movie that i've ever seen and it is it is the closest thing to uh a full-on amusement park thrill ride roller coaster that's interactive in a video game that i've ever seen uh it's just it's so good like it's just unfair how awesome that chapter is and it's just stuck right in the middle of this game and you know just just uh, unbelievable yeah i i love naughty dog so much yeah uh jack and daxter was one of my favorite series on ps2 uncharted was one of my series favorite series on ps3 the last of us and the last of us 2 i can't say enough good things about like they know how to make good video games yeah. and they're good at making good <laughs> yeah. video games. So uh, you, you said it was like a roller coaster. We're going to go from that to a very emotional roller coaster. I'm going to uh, bring up a game. I have another game. I will just constantly sing the praises of one of my top five of all time. I got to go with it's a uh, chapter f- chapter three from life is strange all right um i I don't i i'm just now realizing i have two picks that involve time travel (laughs) um the whole thing of life is strange is your uh your max caulfield not at all a reference to catcher in the rye with the last name yeah Um, not at all wink wink nudge nudge and yeah and max realizes she can reverse time at first it's, it's short periods of time And then it's, uh, you know, she realizes that she can kind of go back in time if she has certain things. And her best friend, Chloe, uh, Chloe's father died Uh, when he when he was going to pick up Chloe. He got into a car accident and was killed. Um, So. In chapter three, basically kind of like towards the tail end of chapter three, you. Uh go back in time and you basically have to sneak around the house and delay Chloe's dad on picking Chloe up. Okay. It's, it's a, it's a very fun little bit of puzzle solving. It's a very fun little bit of like sneaking around. Um, but, uh, you, you've heard me tell this before and spoilers on a game that is over 10 years old now. So at the very end of chapter three, you go back to present day, you're Max, you go up to Chloe's house. And in one of the only things so emotional in a game, I had to legitimately turn it off. Um, You go up to Chloe's house, her dad answers, you're so excited to see him, blah, 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 blah. And then Chloe wheels herself to the front door because she's a quadriplegic. Because instead of the accident on the way to go pick her up, they got in one on the way home and she was paralyzed. Jeez. It hit so fucking hard. It was uh, just unbelievably just like dick kicking. Uh, Yeah, like, but... I, I, I can still remember like the exact moment of like, you know, playing it, 
getting to that part, Chloe comes up to the door and having to like set my controller down and physically walk away from the TV after the cutscene ended. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Bring the mood back up, baby. Oh, gosh. Okay. All right, for my final pick. I also I want to to say how proud I am of us that uh we did not overlap even once. Yeah. Uh that's that's impressive. Usually there's at least one overlap in this, but uh this time there is not. So, good on us. Um once again going back to 2009. Okay. And uh a game that first of all Never, ever thought in a million years that I would get. Um, and with the exception of one specific part, uh, it is damn near perfect. And uh, I'm, I'm biased when I say that. But um, fills in a gap that now turns out that we really didn't need but we got anyway um but also still holds a special place um in the fandom in the lore um i am talking about the 2009 atari uh ghostbusters the video game and the final level the shandor island Everything is, uh, the shit has hit the fan and you have to like the, the, this is, this is the end of the game moment and it ties together a ton of stuff from the first movie, the second movie, everything in the game and felt like, especially at the time, uh, felt like the definitive conclusion of that universe. And yeah. it was because at that point in 2009, there is a very definite uh, from about 1995 until 2008, nine, where it was pretty much impossible to find Ghostbusters merchandise that wasn't like specialty online, like very limited run anything. Like now you can go into a Walmart, a Target, a wherever, and they have the logo t-shirt. They usually have like at least spread throughout the store at any given point there's five or six pieces of merchandise that you can probably find at that point there was nothing there were no comic books there were no toys there were no games there were no book there was nothing and uh now there's you know more movies like eh, there, there's so much that you can find but back then it was such a dark time where the fact that there was a Ghostbusters video game made the cover of every game magazine because it was such a big deal. And most of the article was this company is taking a chance on this property that hasn't had anything of substance since 1989. So yeah. it was, it was like there was a time where attaching yourself to that property was a huge gamble and you ran the risk of does anybody even like remember this movie which is crazy to think right now uh it, it's crazy to think this year the 40th anniversary where there's there's you know so much stuff that is out now and and coming out uh it's weird to think that not too long ago like nobody really wanted anything to do with it. And um but yeah, so so when when they announced the game and if you go back to that there there's a, a copy of Game Informer where 
the cover is literally just the it looks like the old vhs box where it's just black with the logo uh and then it has the game informer on top and they go through like the initial pitches and it's it was originally going to be like this gears of war type game oh that would have been weird where it was like this squad based like futuristic and they have like mock-up art and it looks atrociously bad um and then you know and then they announced oh well you know they've pivoted and they've got just about everybody from the movies that are going to be doing voices you know they've got ernie hudson they've got dan Aykroyd, they've got harold ramus they've got um you know annie potts they've got like all these people who are doing voices uh they may or may not have bill murray we don't know and then it turned out that like bill murray was still in his phase of like he really didn't want anything to do with it so the only way that he would do his voice is if they like the company went to him and recorded his voice work while he was like playing golf or doing whatever else that he was doing and like the the you know atari uh i think it was terminal reality that was also uh involved in that like their horror stories of having to work with bill murray at that time where he was like very anti ghostbusters anything um but getting him in the game and it was announced that it was like it was all four of them and you're the rookie and you get to you know play these games with all of them and like that was awesome and so it was like this like you really felt like this was the last big thing that the brand was going to have and so they they like they wrapped everything up really nicely and um it was very much like what you would think a third movie would be because we were like we're never going to get a third movie and then like right after uh, not right after but like a few years after that Harold Ramis passed away so you were like we're definitely not getting another movie but now we've kind of turned the corner on that another story for another time um, yeah. but what a freaking awesome like love letter last scene level for a game and now that i've spent like 10 minutes talking about it you can, <laughs> you can give your last one uh i'm debating between <laughs> two i'm debating between two um shit uh da, 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 da. Xbox or PlayStation? Uh this I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you for a curve because this this uh system generation, I am an Xbox guy. Okay. Okay. Xbox it is. Uh Assault on the Control Room from the original Halo. Yeah, that's a good one. Um everything Goldeneye did for couch co-op and first person shooters in the mid nineties. Halo just took it and ran with it uh, five years later um, on the original Xbox. And like when I first got my Xbox in 2002, I feel like I'm about to sneeze. So hold on. Give me just a sec. Here it comes. Here it comes. Nope. Oh, I had, uh, you know, we 17. That was not too long ago. Not too long ago. We won't talk about it. Um <laughs> And I had like some Christmas money, but I also had like some Best Buy gift cards. So I was like, well, I'm going to get some shit for my Xbox. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm going to go buy some shit for my Xbox. It was the last of that console generation I got. I even had a Dreamcast. Like, so I, I had my PS2, had my GameCube. And then like, I was like, okay, well, I'll like, but like the one game I was like searching for. Like the one thing I was searching for was Halo. I get to Best Buy and there is a guy who has the last copy in the store in his hand. Oh, son of a bitch. And he picks up a copy of Madden 02 or whatever it was. And like starts to like waver between which one he wants to buy. And I'm just like, put the fucking game down. Put the fucking game down. My friend Zach's there with me. And I mean, we're like we are vultures basically we are just circling to see if he's going to set this down and like do you remember back in the day when best buy had like each game console had like two aisles worth of just games yes the good times 
Yeah, so it was like that point. So, you know, like I'm a I'm a giant. So at one point I'm like looking at the GameCube stuff, but like peering over into the Xbox. He debates this for like three minutes until his buddy just comes up and he's like, dude, you've got he's like, you've got Madden no one, just pick up the uh, just get Halo. And he just sets down Madden. I'm like, fuck you. Uh... So I I think I ended up using the money to pick up something that I wanted on GameCube. And then just we left and oh, no, I actually bought all three Turtles movies on DVD is what I did. Okay. Um, so we end up leaving. We like head towards the mall because we, we, we got to work. And, you know, we were on one end of the mall and there was like a Babbage's. If you ever had those in Maine, uh, we had a uh, software, et cetera. But it was like okay. they were like it was like checkers and rallies. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, like it was basically the same company, just depending on where you were. But yeah, uh, software like, etc. was what we had. And like this Babbage's was basically the size of like a giant walk-in closet. It yeah. was very small. So like we go in, and oh, dude, we're sold out of Halo. Uh, GameStop on the other end of the mall might have it. So we're walking through. I'm starting to get like I'm starting to get bummed. Like I'm starting to get disappointed. Yeah. And so we get to Sears and do you remember Sears carried video games? Yeah. They didn't carry a lot. So like, and they weren't in any sort of order. You would have Xbox, GameCube, like PS2 all mixed in the same area. And, uh, you know, everything was still behind a glass counter and, um, they have one copy of Halo. So I go, uh, I find someone, I was like, hey, I need a game out of here. Uh, I really want the copy of Halo. And so I go over there and Zach's standing there and we go by and there's this like kid standing next to him. And like as they're unlocking it, the guy's like, oh, uh, the uh, the other kid goes, oh, I want that copy of Halo that's in there. And the worker's like, no, nah, this guy has, he's like, this guy came and got me to buy it. And he was like, well, I'm telling you I want it now. So like this worker has to like repeatedly shoot this other person down. And like, apparently Zach had already told him like, Hey, my buddy went to go get a worker because he's going to get that copy of halo. And the kid just stood there <laughs> silently. <laughs> it sucks to suck loser. So I end up like getting home. Uh, it was like right after Christmas. So I don't even get a chance to play it for a couple of days. I probably could have let the kid take it, but fuck him. Um, <laughs> so, <clears throat> so get home uh like put the disc in and like it was unreal to 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 play the og halo the first time and assault on the control room was just like nothing you were expecting at that point yeah no like, um you're right and I still say that uh, the um, the OG Halo shotgun is one of my favorite weapons in all of gaming. Yeah, it's pretty damn great. So, what the fuck? Fuck you, dude. What? No, not you. I was like, what did I do? I agreed with uh, you. I was just like... I. I was Googling the level like while we were looking it up. And the first thing that popped up is a halo or is a from the halo subreddit and says, is it just me that thinks assault in the control room is a bad level? Wow. But, uh, don't worry. It has negative 15 down votes and Good. 12 comments all telling him that they love it. Good. That's the way it should be. Any honorable mentions? Um, I was trying to pick which, which, um, like which punch out character was my favorite to go against. Um, and I settled on an honorable mention for the King hippo punch out fight. Um, which I thought was, 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 uh, it, it was either that one or the bald bull. Um, so yeah, punch out always has a special place in my heart for that. Or, um, this one felt kind of like cheating, but I figured I would do it anyway. Uh, any match that I ever played on the pit in the first Mortal Kombat, 
Oh yeah. Uh, just that pit level was freaking awesome. Uh, and the, um, when you, it was like the first real, like when you had to decide, uh, about, um, who to cut in half in until dawn with the saw. That's a good bit. That, um, that was my other honorable, honorable mention. Uh, uh, yeah. The preppy jock kid being alone in the asylum was on my cut list. Yeah. I think that's like part of chapter nine or 10. Um, I also had, uh, Oh, I can't remember the name of it, but the third Colossus you fight in shadow of the Colossus is the one you have to go through the, um, the swamp to get to and you have to like climb up on it and it's this like you're on this pillar you can get knocked down you have to like climb all the way back up um and then i had the the fire temple from ocarina of time yeah some good choices yeah some good good choices um and so i think with that now that we have our mount rushmore's we each have our four it, yes, is, sir. it has been finalized. So I think with that, I think we're done next week. Stay tuned next week where we will have all of the details uh, because we didn't do it this week uh, and we haven't decided yet about uh, Vet City Con tickets. Um, oh, yeah. So we'll give some of those away and we'll figure out also what we're going to do for uh, the 10,000 YouTube subscriber uh, celebration, give back contest, whatever. I don't know. We're going to figure out something special to do for 10,000 subscribers. But next week, we will have all of the information on how you can get a pair of tickets for your very own. We have several pairs of tickets to give away, but we will be uh, giving out some pairs of tickets to Vet City Con, which is uh, March 2nd and 3rd here in historic downtown Bowling Green at the National Corvette Museum. Uh, so be listening next week for that. Uh, you can't be part of the first 10,000, but you can be part of the next 10,000 subscribers on our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash at symbol TN2M shows, baby. Not the baby part, just TN2M shows. <laughs> Felt like I need to add that. Follow the YouTube channel. Follow us on all the social medias. Tell us how much you love us. We're great. Um, again, Thank you to Jenny for coming on the show and chatting with us for a few minutes. We're assholes, but we appreciate her uh, joining us. So um, until then, we'll be back next week. We're going to have some fun. It's going to be a good time. Good times. Great oldies. Um, real Italian, real fast. I love it. I love it. So we'll be back next week, guys. Until then, stay safe, stay happy, keep doing what you're doing. And as, as always, thank you for being our friends. My pants are still fucking wet, you asshole, with benefits. <laughs>